Welcome back to 4Geeks Vikings, the place where geeks come to geek out. As always, I'm Bozer. Hi, guys. Welcome. How was your Monday? How was your weekend? How was your week? It's always been a minute because I only get to see you this once a week. Of course, we always see you maybe on a YouTube channel. Maybe it's a Cloudscape. Maybe it's a City of Mist. Maybe it's a past Geek Out sesh. Because if this is your first Geek Out sesh, welcome. We do this each and every week, Monday nights, 8.30 Eastern Standard, live on Twitch and on YouTube. That's right. Thanks, Twitch, for releasing those limitations on us. Um, and we meet a brand new geek guest every week, and we talk about amazing things like cosplay, like art, like gaming, or like tonight and last week even, TTRBGs, my favorite thing. Honestly, they're becoming more and more my favorite thing to talk about. Um, the more I am in this world, the more I'm playing these, the more that I am getting exposed, whether it's watching back or participating in our newest endeavor the rpg project with let's get rolling where we are highlighting a new rpg every month and it's an alternative to DD. so if you are sick of the DD, maybe you want something a little rules lighter more narrative or maybe just more thematic check that out you can use command youtube to find all of those or you can always just go to our uh our link tree <laughs> and find them in the links below if you're watching this back wherever we just want to geek out with you but i am so glad that i'm geeking out with people like nerdiest maximus and alec in the chat tonight so if you're here let me hear from you and maybe even some friends of ttrpg kids are going to join us tonight and support them i'm the alec says alec yes um, and hey, while you're down there in the chat, use command QOTD, the question of the day, because today is all about the kiddos, the little ones, those little gremlins chewing on your ankles that maybe you own them, not purchase them like they belong to you. Well, I don't know. I'm painting myself into a corner. They are your children and you're stuck with them. <laughs> you didn't purchase them unless it's an adoption. Wow. I'm just going to insert foot now uh, or whether you enjoy kids and you're maybe a teacher or caregiver or babysitter and you love ttrpgs and you are looking for ways to get your kids involved uh indoctrinate them early as i like to say early and often then stick around because this is the place that you want to be uh, we're going to be geeking out in just a little bit with steph c from ttrpg kids and she is creating a whole mission to put TTRPGs in the hands of kids because they've got some great benefits and there's a lot that you can do with them. Uh, you can teach with them and I can't wait to pick her brain, pick their brain, excuse me, and find out some amazing things that I didn't know about because there's usually plenty that I don't know about. Um, but also, if you like TTRPGs, then have I got an affiliate link for you? That's right. You know what I'm talking about. It's Minstrel. Use the affiliate link uh, below, or you can use Command Minstrel, and you can pick up some really nice, quality, handcrafted, locally sourced materials like leather and different woods for your dice because they're not just dice they're your dice and when you take care of your dice your dice are going to take care of you so go 
uh, go find that link and pick yourself up something nice because you deserve it. And we do get a little kickback. So that's a small way that you can not only support yourself, but you can support us over at FGBG. Um, hey, have you been watching Cloudscape? Anybody? Anybody? Because um, if you have been watching Cloudscape, that is our Fate Core campaign. It's our weekly episodic adventure that I am GMing. It's my first time, and I'm falling in love with GMing, let me tell you. Um, but a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, episode 21, you'll find that that episode went bye-bye because of the dreaded technical difficulties. This monster that just lives here at fgbg um but i thought i had kind of a creative way to apologize and make up for it so if you've seen it let me know um i've been watching the numbers and seeing if we just completely lost our whole audience after that episode or whether y'all are pushing through and um giving me grace so let me know in the comments or in the chat but i'm so glad you guys are here um I am really excited for a game that we have at the end of the stream because tonight's all about the kids, obviously, and kids doing TTRPGs and DMing. And so um, the question of the day today is, what's the darndest thing that you've heard a kid say? Because kids just say the darndest things. And if you don't get that reference, then I'm too old. Um, but honestly, one of the darndest things that I heard very recently, as in today, was the moment that I was on the phone with my seven-year-old niece because I needed her kid brain to help us with our game tonight. Uh, later in the stream, I will be testing our guests tonight to see if they can guess the common D&D &D term or monster or race or class based on the description from my seven-year-old niece who's never played D&D &D before in her life. Um, I might have shown her a picture or I might have tried to describe what I needed her to describe, which if you're seven and you don't know what the word describe means can be very problematic. Um, but it came out with some pretty cute answers. So stick around and let's see how our guest does against my niece. And you can play along and maybe you'll get them. Maybe you'll just laugh at my niece and get them way wrong because she didn't know what she's talking about anyway. Um, but thank you, Nerdy Yes Maximus, says Cosby. Thank you. Yes. I'm not the oldest one on the chat. I know you didn't come here just to hang out with me. And if you did, thank you. Guess what? Comes with a bonus. Uh, because I am excited to introduce a new friend of the channel. Um, it's actually somebody that... Uh, you know her as Brit or Kit from Cloudscape, maybe Oh Shine Brighter um, from Let's Get Rolling. She was on a stream a couple weeks ago with not only tonight's guest, but last week's guest, Dennis Fleming from Sagas, um, the okayest DM. And after that interview and stream with both of them, she immediately shot their names over to me and said, those are you got to get these people on your stream because they're doing some really cool stuff. And we found out last week that is absolutely true with the Saga's Teep TRPG. Have you checked it out? Have you purchased your copy? Because you need to. And I can't wait for that to come true doubly tonight with our guest. So without any further ado, I would love to introduce 
the brainchild behind TTRPG Kids, the one that's bringing TTRPGs to your family in a very accessible way and giving you everything you need, our new friend, Steph! Hello! Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. How you doing hey. tonight? Oh, I'm doing okay. Uh, it's a bit of a busy day, so kiddo had uh, some winter break, so it was uh, on parent duty with uh, little ones running around the house, and everything is shut down for President's Day. So it was, it was a fun day, but it's going okay. <laughs> yeah, before the stream, we were talking about this. Your state's winter break schedule is asinine to me. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It's so there's like the end of year break and then January is like a whole bunch of snow days. Like we had five snow days in January and then right. there's a winter break now. There's a day off next week. And then a few weeks after that, it's spring break. I'm like, yeah, it's a little hectic. So do you guys <laughs> not break after Christmas and get like that extra week as a winter break? No. Kiddo had the whole week. The first week of the year off. <laughs> so your kid have like five days in a school all year? What is I know. Happening? That's what I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, he's happy. We've been hanging out. We've been playing games and stuff like that. So it, it's all good. It's just also like all over the place with the schedule. So today was one of those days, but it was, it was all good. It was all good. We had fun. So. Well, thanks for fitting us into your busy schedule and balancing your life yeah, yeah. and placing us in it. So we really appreciate that. Yeah. This is fun. Were you and your kiddo playing a little TTRPGs on the winter break? Uh, yes. So many. <laughs> there was, uh, oh gosh, Heroes and Treasures was one of his favorites. Um, it's like kind of, you have these tiles that you place out and run your characters around. It's like very accessible for really young kids. Like you got tokens to track everything. So it's all very tactile. Okay. Um, lots of like small, like, Rules light games, some solo journaling ones where like he dictates and I write it down, uh, and a few others. So we've been, we've been having fun with it. Oh my God. I can't wait to hear more specifics about um, some recommendations for any families that are yeah, looking yeah. for the TTRBGs for their kids. By the way, speaking of OSHA, and she says, Hello, I'm doing the lurk thing because stuff, but I'm so glad to get Steph in the show too. Yeah. Hi. You recommended you recommended me, right? Yes, that yeah. is Brit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> no, that's my favorite thing about just living in this space is I don't have to be good or smart about anything. Just all those great people like yourself are either pushed onto me or I blow up your DMs. And those of you that are dumb enough to answer get to hang out with me for a night. <laughs> You're fun. You seem like a fun guy. So had fun so far. It's been a good chat. So yeah. Good. We fooled her guys. She doesn't know. They don't know. <laughs> um, well, for anybody that isn't aware about you and what you do, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do as a geek. Yeah. So uh, I run the TTRPG Kids website. I'm the only one that does it. So it's, it's kind of... Uh, been a bit of a hectic uh, experience, but it's been a good one. Uh, I write tabletop RPGs. 
Um, there's a whole bunch of resources on there for educational tabletop RPG use, uh, all kinds of tips for how to run games at home, uh, resources for libraries, all kinds of stuff to just help get more tabletop RPGs accessible to kids. Um, I kind of going into the geek stuff. Um, I mean, I've always been like a, a space nerd. I really, NASA, uh, I was a crash test engineer. Um, Wait, you were burying the lead before a stream. <laughs> you told me about the crash test dummies, but you didn't say it was with NASA. Well, so the crash test stuff was with Nissan. And then I interned at NASA uh, when I was in college doing uh that's so cool like some yeah it was all it was all computer kind of had a crash course in learning to program <laughs> with that but um yeah it was fun so there's like the geeky stuff has been baked in for a while <laughs> from someone who has no idea what this feels like um tell me about your experience having a brain that works like that <laughs> <laughs> uh it is noisy and it uh it needs to be quiet sometimes <laughs> <laughs> all over the place there's too many ideas and trying to organize that has been a fun mess <laughs> but yeah so to relax and to quiet your brain you instead create an entirely new community and a website that you all manage yourself yes yes exactly cool that was cool. that was my hobby <laughs> that, uh, that i did in Good my plan. time to relax yes <laughs> It's been fun. Yeah. Well, we'll get all into all the great specifics in a second. But first, I want to know from the question of the day, what is the darndest thing that you've heard a kid say recently? Okay. So, I was thinking about this since I saw it pop up on here. And mm -hmm. uh, today, my kid, so for context, he's been very like obsessed with Spider-Man for quite some time. Uh, Smart kid. Most of the characters he picks for our games have been Spider-Man-esque, you know, kind of, yeah. It's, it's yeah, you very, got some pictures behind it's very, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's very blurry, yeah. but I got a Miles back there. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, so love Spider-Man. This book or like a show that he saw recently, um, he said, you can't get a swole as the Hulk. Otherwise, when you try and swing on your life's webs, they'll break. <laughs> and like, I don't know what the message was there, but in his ramblings, I feel like there was something profound uh, that my kid was trying to say. Um, oh yeah, there's yeah, definitely like some Play-Doh in him that yeah. just poses the question yeah. and then lets you find the meaning. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know what he was trying to say exactly. I feel like he was mashing together like something he heard like my husband and I talking about along with like what was on Spider-Man. I have no idea, but it sounded profound. <laughs> Very. My my takeaway message is I guess I don't go to the gym tomorrow. Don't have to. <laughs> Excuse for today. Thank you, five-year-old. Yeah. Yes. He said so. Yeah. Okay, so you interned at NASA, you worked with Crash Dummies. How in the world did TTRBG kids come to be? Like, did was there a correlation yeah. between those things, or was it always just something brewing in the background? 
Uh, so the TTRPG stuff kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest. Um, so I was like, you know, went through college and everything like that, uh, do my engineering career, um, you know, had a kid. And then the whole, and like, I had played one tabletop RPG, like it was a one shot in my mm -hmm. like mid twenties. And because it was like the end of a little mini campaign, I was just in for like the last episode. Uh, right. It just ended. And I was like, okay, what's next? And they're like, well, you know, it, it kind of ended. And I was like, oh, okay. And you know, kind of forgot about it a little bit. Um, had my kid uh, while I was on maternity leave my brother was like oh you should check out this uh show called critical role i uh, you know stick the headphones on listen to it i was like oh my gosh it's the thing yeah 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 so, <laughs> critical role is like the gateway for a lot of people in the tabletop rpgs um that was mine that was so, totally my gateway yeah yeah so that that was about when i started getting into it and then um the whole covid shutdown thing happened and um yeah I, working at home and everything like that. I started seeing some posts about people playing tabletop RPGs with their kids. I'm like at home with my kid, the daycares are all shut down. Like we're all trapped in the house together. I'm like, I might as well start trying this. It was a lot of fun. And then um, people are just kind of like, yeah, you should like tell people about it. Or like, you know, seeing people asking questions. And as I'm trying to look stuff up, lots of people are asking questions and not getting tips and advice. Or it was like very, uh, everyone was like debating on it. It was getting a little like touchy in some of the chats that I had seen, or some people were giving advice that nobody really seemed to be able to find when they were doing searches um, and so on. So I was like, uh, a few people had mentioned things about blogs and stuff. And honestly, it was, I had trouble sleeping last, like one night and um, just kind of like, oh, I should do this. And like, organized how I wanted to do it all and made it. So that was, that was kind of where it came from. Uh, it was a bit random and then I kind of rolled with it and it's been going for a couple years now. Uh, so, Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you Insomnia for blessing us with TTRBGKids.com. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of the website, if you use command kids, it'll take you straight to Steph's website, ttrbgkids.com, where you can find all kinds of amazing resources to bring tabletops to your kids and your family. So I love that we both had the same gateway to D&D. &D, yeah. Because yeah. the first time I listened to an episode, um, my friends, I, I think I was even part of FGBG. It was early on. But yeah. I really hadn't had an opportunity to do D&D &D or any sort of tabletop growing up. It just never like crossed paths in my life, yeah. which is really weird because yeah. I'm into theater. I love gaming, but it I came into it like really late, even later than you did. Mm -hmm. um, so I listened to like a one shot of Critical Role and I had a completely different idea of what D&D &D was versus what it actually is, yeah, which is just yeah. make believe with your friends. And I'm like, holy yeah. boop. I love this. Right. Yeah. And it was like, what got me was like, uh, total honesty, maternity leave, I was having a hard time dealing with it. Um, mm -hmm. There's like 
so like a bit of an element of like isolation and stuff that was kind of happening and like some other stuff and it was just like listening to people having fun being nice to each other laughing and just like sitting around having a good time was like this healing experience <laughs> um and i was just wow. got like so into it and i was just started recommending it to other people and then they were like oh yeah we should play you know who's gonna gm and i'm like i'll do it and like made up this whole homebrew world right off the bat and everything got like you know way into like everything so um i don't know it was just it was a wonderful gateway and it was just we were just happy and laughing and it just i don't know it was very nice let's, no let's their talk, vibes you know. are so yeah. glorious like when you, you can't have a bad yeah. day and listen to critical role mm -hmm. or any ttrbg honestly all these podcasts yeah. um are just there's it's just the game itself is built on friendship it's built on relationship it's built yeah. on storytelling um that even in those sad moments i i i have such a hard time describing to anybody that doesn't play like what it's like and why they don't understand and why they should give it a shot i can't put it into words i'm not good at it Oh, I feel you. It's like, uh, it's one of those things where you have to try it out in order to see what it's like. Um, like you get a little bit of it from listening to it. You can kind of yeah. like, it's like reading a book. Like you can kind of understand it, but then like you have to go do the thing in order to like feel it. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So then you jumped right in with your first homebrew. That's, that's brave, big and brave. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give me like a yeah. quick rundown of what your campaign was about? Oh gosh, it was, uh, I had it where the group was going around finding these special items. So each person had a special item and it would sometimes level up with them as they completed key things in their personal nice. quest. So to encourage them to actually go like pursue personal plot lines and like kind of reward them for it. Um, and there was, Oh gosh, uh, it was to like stop this big cataclysm. Um, there were there was this guy messing with like uh, dimensional portals and stuff like that, and like trying to pull stuff in. Uh, there's a little dimension hopping kind of stuff going on. Um, I, I my brother was in the the campaign. I gave him the opportunity to find a laser sword, and I was setting him up nice. for like, a lightsaber fight with a uh, Star Wars dreams coming true. Yeah, exactly. Uh, There's another uh, dragonborn paladin that had a laser sword, so they could uh, kind of duke it out. Um, yeah, like a bunch of fun stuff, and that was like really personal to each character. Um, and there was like a steampunky kind of zone. There was like a very like high fantasy kind of zone. I, I just I had a fun time kind of messing with everything with it. So, yeah, dude, Steph. As your first campaign, that sounds like God tier GMing. You just work instantly it was, good at it. Uh, no. Uh, so the world building, I think I had the the player situation. Um, definitely like needed some work. Um, when I started, I didn't realize that you should probably cap it out at maybe like five players especially for your first time and so we had a huge group of players there's a lot How of many? people who were new to it um uh it was like 
I think we had like seven and then I would do like, I would let people come in to, to like for a few. So there was like one session I had like eight or nine people and like, it was just like the action economy was all over the place. Took forever oh to my get through gosh. Twice. I didn't realize what was going on with that. There was like, um, some stuff going on between like a couple players, uh, and a few other things. So we ended up ending the campaign early. Um, not in like the best situation, uh, but like it was kind of where it needed to end, I think. And then yeah. started up with like some of the other players. Um, and that campaign, like that new one that we had started actually just ended uh, a few weeks ago. Um, that went on for a couple years. So oh, wow. that, was, that one was a lot of fun. So, um, and I've done stuff where I've like run short campaigns to teach people how to play and stuff like that. And that's gone well, but like the first time was definitely not perfect. I had a lot of fun building the world up and like players seem to enjoy like the personal story elements, but there's also mm -hmm. like a huge learning curve with a lot of the background stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's all part of it. It's like how you learn. It's how you yeah. play. And I love the fact exactly. that a lot of them were first time players. Cause then you guys got to experience it together and there is no greater joy than watching somebody find joy in like D and D or any sort of TTRPG. Yeah. Yeah, I had one where it was, uh, uh, what was it? I think we had, it was 20 sessions because I had them level up every session was like kind of the, the agreement wow. that we had for this to like walk them through. And it was crash course in how to play Dungeons and Dragons. And so I was the GM and I had one of my like veteran players uh, coming in and playing like a very interesting character that was set up particularly to lead the others. And then we Good. had four players Good. who were totally new um, come in and it was just to show them how to play the game and what it was all about. And it was so much fun, like seeing it like kind of spark or like a shy player, like start to like participate more was so amazing. Um, yes. At the end, oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And I was just like so happy uh, watching this person find joy in it. And then they came back for another campaign that was like, yes, I've got them hooked. <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So you found the love of playing these games and obviously you wanted to share that with your family, mm -hmm. but you went a thousand steps further and you immediately just took on this task of being the place where people are coming to, to find all the resources they need to bring it into their families. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like why, <laughs> why is that such an important work for you? Like why not just selfishly keep these things for your family? I felt that it was important. So it was something that was important to my kid and me. And I saw a lot of people asking about it and it just felt like it was something that needed to be shared and like I wanted to do it. Um, I like, there's a lot of stuff in my life that I was kind of like planning out for like logical reasons, um, like, mm -hmm. you know, engineering career and things like that. Um, and just like this felt significant and I wanted to do it. So I did. And it's been one of the most like rewarding things that I've done. Uh, I don't know. It, it's hard to explain what it, what it kind of feels like and why I did it. I kind of yeah. don't even know why I did it still sometimes. Um, but like, I enjoy it. So I'm doing it. 
Does that, does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's the only explanation you need. You enjoy it, so you do it. And I love that you... You, you know my favorite thing about the fact that you came into D&D, I guess, later in life? A lot of people that I've run into, they've started playing it when they were kids, or at least young teenagers. Um, but people like you and me, who came into it so late, sometimes it's easy to feel like, oh, well, I, I really don't have a voice, or I shouldn't have a voice in this space, because I'm not a veteran, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I love that you didn't let that mindset, if even if it did pop up, keep you from this. Did did you run into that mindset? Did you run yeah, into that, that feeling ever? That definitely ever? did pop up quite a few times because, yeah, yes, like it's pretty constant because I'm like seeing people who have been running or gotten into tabletop RPGs when they were kids and then took that passion mm -hmm. with them through the rest of their life, and they're doing amazing th things. Uh, and this is something that like, as an adult, it, it's like, it hits on that inner child kind of situation. And I wish I had had this when I was a kid, because I feel like yeah. it would have been very impactful to me. I didn't have it. And I think that it's still okay, because I eventually found it. And I let it help me. And I'm using it to help my kid. And I'm kind of like looking at it as I haven't been in this space for quite as long as some other people, but I can understand what it's like to not have this. So I understand how important it is to make sure that other people find it as early as possible. There it is. So that's kind there of what it is. I tell myself is like the, yeah, yeah. The, like the, the push or the, uh, how I get past, like the, there's, you know, that imposter syndrome kind of sits in the background there. So, uh, yeah. It's claimed too many of us, um, and that's like one of the things that is a staple of this channel is there's too many people that love something that feel like they're not allowed to like lean into it as loudly as they want to, or even enjoy it because they aren't allowed to, or maybe it's it's not like widely accepted. But geek out loud, and you will find your tribe and from what i've seen and from what i've heard you have found a tribe by creating a space for people to come to in fact uh correct me if i'm wrong ttrpg kids won the 2023 ennies award how did that happen and what is the ennies for those who don't know yeah so uh the ennies situation was that was a wild ride. Uh, so, yeah. So it was, um, so I had submitted it because somebody had been like, you should submit this to it and even if you don't win or like get nominated or whatever, just like put it out there and see what happens. And I was like, okay. And like sitting there with my finger hovering over the button, I just like eventually like just hit the send button. I was like, whatever. And then didn't really worry about it or think about it and then all of a sudden uh -huh. like the announcement came up and somebody like i i found out about it because somebody tagged me on twitter and was like congrats you've been nominated blah 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 i'm so happy to see this and i was like wait what and then i went and checked the thing and i was like oh my gosh and like uh i like for a full 10 minutes i didn't know what was what to do 
essentially I was just kind of looking at it and I'm like, what, what just happened here? And then I was like, okay. And so, um, I started posting it and I was like, Hey, you know, asked a few people. I was like, can you help spread the word? Um, just we'll, we'll see what happens, you know? And worst case scenario, like I, I don't get it. I've still like, people have seen the site and like, it's all free. They can just kind of use it. And I'm like, it'll help some people. Right. And so yeah. um, I was like, you know, get the word out and hopefully this helps more people find the resources and the community behind TTRPG kids uh, went at it with full force and they were uh, like retweeting it, quote retweeting it, putting it in newsletters and just, it, it kind of like, I started to see how many people it had impacted because I'd been reviewing people's games, interviewing people, like mm -hmm. highlighting them, showcasing them on the site because they were doing cool work. And it was just all of a sudden, all of those people jumped in and were like, oh yeah, like we're, we're going to boost you, like support you, put, put it out there and like reciprocate it. And I was like, what's going on? Uh, and I'm still like a little bit in shock sometimes if I think about it, because I, I was not expecting that. Um, and then when I went to the award ceremony, because we had a family vacation, we did, were doing a road trip during that time. So we kind of rerouted the road trip to, to end at uh, the ceremony. Just, I was yeah. like, I'm going to go. Like, I, it's. You have to go. You know, it's not going to. It's a once in a lifetime thing. And so. Uh, I know. So I, I went in person. And I'm sitting there and I'm like nervous at the table. Like my leg is bouncing all over the place and everything like that. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then the first category they announced is mine. And if and what category the way they was do it? it, so I got in silver. Um, they have the silver announced first and then they announced the gold. So my category was announced first. I got silver, uh, best online content. Okay. Um, and so uh, because of that, I had to give the first acceptance speech. <laughs> uh, of like the night in, in this like giant building full of like a thousand people or oh my god like a thousand people did you have um, something prepared uh, yeah that was that was i uh, i had like written out something on a note card and i would just to like be like okay um i guess like this is what people typically say in a speech and so i was like <laughs> going in with that i'm like i don't think it's gonna happen i don't know what's gonna happen and then i got up there and like Totally forgot everything I had in my card and just kind of winged it. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was an experience. <laughs> and I am Sounds very well deserved. Like, they just rallied. Yeah, it was, I, I was, uh, I, like, I'm still amazed at how much people got behind it. So yeah, it was a good feeling. And that's the cool <laughs> thing about your website is, like you're putting this stuff out there. You're constantly doing this work. And I'm sure at times you have no idea who it's impacting until something like that happens. And then it shines a light on all that you've done yeah. and continue to do and the impact that it's having. That's amazing for you. Mm -hmm. I'm so thrilled for you. Yeah. I, that was, uh, it was very eye opening. <laughs> like, oh gosh. <laughs> That was, that was, yeah. So like sometimes I would get like one or two like people kind of messaging like, hey, I used your game in my class. And they're like, oh, mm -hmm. cool. You know, and like we chit chat or like someone would send a picture of like 
their family playing the game and I was like, ah, oh my gosh. Or like someone would ask for advice. So I knew that there was like, that was going on. But then um, it was just, I kind of realized there was a lot of people that maybe um, were using it and then not like sending messages. Yeah, <laughs> um, like, probably majorly, right? You don't think about it. Right. And then I was just like, oh my gosh. And like that imposter syndrome like shot through the roof uh, for yeah. quite a while there. <laughs> and I've been like, it's okay. Like it's helping people. It's good. You know? So yeah. <laughs> so let's get specific. Um, I've got a kid. I'm into TTRPGs. I want to get my kid into TTRPGs. What am I going to your site to find? Okay. So the site has game recommendations. Um, it's got tips and tricks about how to run games at your home. Um, I've got resources for teachers, including reviews on educational tabletop RPGs. And there's a whole bunch of interviews with people who are making games, using them in their classrooms. Um, there's resources for libraries, like there's book lists for um, books that are about kids playing tabletop RPGs. So not a tabletop RPG, um, but it's like, a chapter book that revolves oh, okay. around it so you can kind of get kids interested into it um yeah there's uh right now there's over 400 articles on the site um so there is uh there's a DD for kids list there's ta indie tabletop rpg uh for kids list there's where to find resources at other sites there's um little mini podcast segments that i've been doing with uh Budology and a few other like bits and pieces that are out there. There's some of my own games that I've been making. Um, so it's it's kind of a, a organized smattering of different things. <laughs> but so, it's organized. Yeah. I was I was looking through it over the last week, <laughs> and I love the way that it's organized. Like honestly, every time I was like, "Ooh, I wonder if they have." Oh, awesome. yep, there I'm it is. There's a list. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely I like, like a list. Like I told you Everything before, in the background is excelsior. Yeah, like I told you before, yeah. I'm connected to the school, and I am taking this site to my school tomorrow, and I'm going to send it to the teachers. I'm like, hey, if anybody's into these things, or if you have a kid, or if you want to find ways to bring them into the classroom, because our school is all about mm -hmm. um, making lessons tangible and tactic, tactic, tact. tact what's the word? Tactile. There it is. Yeah. Tactile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this aligns perfectly with our goals. Mm -hmm. So I've, I, I'm sure um, that you've seen a lot of benefits. Yeah. So when, when I was uh, doing the adjunct professor stuff, um, mm -hmm. I actually used a lot of TTRPG elements in my class where I had students um, like taking notes in class as if they were there uh, like this, engineering persona that they created on day one and it's a lot easier to say my engineer learned this instead of saying i learned this um and huh. like took a few tricks from that into yeah. the classroom um and i didn't make the classroom a game but i took a lot of the elements and kind of ported them over and it helped so much um and then i've also seen other teachers and like there's some interviews on there about how they make the classroom into a game and we'll actually play like dungeons and dragons through beowulf 
uh, to teach about what it was like in that time and get kids like interacting with it and doing research in order to create their character. Um, Cause like they have to make it like historically accurate uh, in order to play in the game and stuff like that. So uh, there's a lot of really cool things you can do with it. So especially like in the classroom. So I've done it personally, I've seen other people do it. So uh, yeah, it, it helps a lot with schools. So yeah. And that's interesting because like all night and leading up this discussion, when we think TTRPG kids, I'm thinking little ones, young ones, but you just brought up a great point that it's for any age. Like it could be in any classroom setting, whether it's college, high school, elementary school, middle school. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, what are the benefits and, and like, that you've seen? Any person too. Benefits. Okay. So benefits it ranges and it's the way that i always like to do this is i will compare the benefits i've seen with my five-year-old with the benefits that i've seen with the college class that i taught because it breaks it's essentially the same thing it is like spun a little bit differently but it's still there so with my kid i've seen a lot of social emotional benefits where he has learned how to communicate better, how to self-regulate better. Like we'll have a character get upset and he's got to walk them through like, oh, we're going to do some deep breathing stuff or like talk to them and like talking about his problems. Um, it's gotten him to face a lot of challenges that he maybe didn't want to in real life. And it's given him confidence and boosted his creativity. Um, when he's faced with a problem, he essentially goes through like a little mini problem solving process that we've worked on in our games. Right and is able to handle situations a lot better. In my college class, a lot of the same stuff happens. Um, I have used, uh, like, if you look at the engineering problem solving process, it's you're practicing it every time you go to, like, plan out a heist for a, a dragon's horde, where you're looking at what's the problem, let's gather information, let's, mm -hmm. uh, figure out a plan based on our strengths out of these five ideas, which one is the most feasible? Let's go test it out and see how robust the plan is. And if that doesn't work, we're going to circle back around and try some, try one of the other ones. Um, but we know that might be a little bit harder. Like that's the engineering design process. So right. um, using a lot of this, like with older kids too, and uh, with adults, like it just kind of, you're practicing these skills. You are, learning to communicate better with each other at the table. Um, you're building those social emotional skills still as an adult, like all of us have like that inner kid that wants to have fun and play. And sometimes there's like parts of that inner kid that are kind of locked up a little bit. And it's a way to give them an outlet to figure their stuff out. Um, so you see a lot of the same stuff, whether they're a really young kid or they're an older kid or even an adult um, kind of playing out at the table. But it's the biggest things have been that social emotional growth um, and then working through the problem solving aspects of it uh, have been two of the biggest ones that I've seen in every single group that I have played with um, or use them with, whether it's for education or for fun. So, mm -hmm. and honestly, it's that problem solving aspect that like, Forgive me if I'm starting to sound like an old man, but I'm like, these kids today, they're lacking. Like they face one small issue and they're like, well, what do I do now? Like, well, 
and maybe think through it like this doesn't work so then what should you try and i'm thrilled to find that there's something they can gamify that process mm -hmm. and then they can gain those problem solving skills that's what the world needs right now to be honest in my opinion yeah yeah and like a lot of the opportunities to try out those problem solving skills get taken away from kids i think because like adults do it because this is safer this is more efficient whereas if you let the kid do it like they get the chance to make mistakes and things like that and kind of figure it out and oh I know, yeah like that was that was how i was when i was a kid like there was a lot of things that i probably could have done but then it was like easier for the adult to do it whereas with this mm -hmm. that kid is playing a character who is facing dragons and trying to solve world issues or trying to uh, you know, if you're doing kind of a space kind of theme thing, they're flying a spaceship and managing a crew and given that like responsibility in the game to figure it out. So they build up all these other life skills, things like money management. Like, yeah, a lot of kids don't manage money, um, at least not on a large scale. But with this, you're looking Never at budgeting. What are you putting towards potions, armor, uh, are you going to get the ray gun? Are you going to get the spaceship modification? Are you going to get the new uh, bike with the faster upgrade? Are you going to spend your skill points over here? Like, there's so many decisions you have to make that just kind of get taken away in real life. And, uh, like, it really helps so much to build those problem-solving skills because you're actually giving them problems to solve that's not just, uh -huh. like, on a worksheet. Yeah. No, that's a great point. I, I forget about the responsibility that we adults have in not allowing kids to fail forward. And so they never learn the endurance and the perseverance, mm -hmm. but this is a safe space and that's absolutely yep. applicable easily into real life. If they're given the opportunity to do so mm -hmm. deep, deep, yeah. deep stuff. <laughs> so, okay. If I'm a parent or a teacher and I'm trying to bring uh, a TTRPG in, to my kids, um, are there certain aspects that you are looking for? Like if you were, you had a bunch of TTRBGs in front of you, a bunch of rule books, um, are there certain things you're looking for to say, okay, this is maybe for, let's talk um, like grade school level. What sort of things are you mm -hmm. looking for for that level? Yeah. So for that level, um, especially if it's a kid or like there's kids in the group that have never played a tabletop RPG before, what I'm looking for is a one page or less character sheet, um, very rules light mechanics that can be explained on a note card or an a one page summary. And mm -hmm. then um, like a solid set of safety tools <laughs> that's built into the game, um, because those are like particularly important with kids. Um, just with saying like, here's the ground rules. Um, these topics are off limit and that um, especially when you start getting into the teen range, um, you gotta be really yeah. on setting those boundaries. But even with younger kids, like it, you know, teaches consent and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But then also like, we're not gonna talk over people. We're not going to do this. This is the speaking block that we pass around when we're taking turns or, you know, having yeah. some kind of uh, systems established. Um, and then other than that, having fun adventures that meet your goals. Um, those goals can be to have fun. They can be um, some applied element, like 
that are that's geared towards like social emotional development um, can be towards like an educational goal, but making sure that it's then like after that base, it is also like directed toward what goal you're trying to meet. So, but we're looking for kind of like rules light and everything. Um, and then once you've gotten that established, if you want to move into like something a little more complex, you can have like other games kind of coming in. But specifically for classroom stuff, um, you want it to work for all players. Um, if you're running a, specifically a like D&D or Pathfinder group, they're going to come in knowing that that's, you know, it's going to be a bit more of a commitment and you can kind of teach them that. But um, yeah. if you're looking at kind of like general use, uh, rules light, um, having everything on one page, having any kind of aids for tracking things like if there's um, item tokens, uh, like tracking chips, uh, stuff with check marks and bubbles that they can fill out, a well-designed character sheet. That's all mm -hmm. like really important to making sure that it starts off in a good spot. Yeah, because we all love, I mean, even the adults in us love minis. We love things that we can hold and play with. And so the more tactile, the more things that they can actually track and physically see is the better. Is that what I'm hearing? Hi, Farls. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So then you not only created this entire site that is a one-stop shop for anybody trying to bring TTRBGs to their kids, um, but you also thought, you know what? I'm going to throw some of my own into this mix because you've not only written your own TTRBG, but you also written an entire guide on how to find the particular RPG for your particular kid. Yeah. So, uh, that there is a guide that I just funded on Crowdfunder um, called Making a Tabletop RPG for Your Particular Kid. And it is about how to either make your own homebrew um, adventure or game that uses your particular kid's interests. So if they're into, uh -huh. let's say, Louie and Spider-Man, how do you turn that into a game? Uh, and then tweaking the mechanics. Exactly. Like, you know, you can, you can figure it out. Um, and then uh, you can also take existing adventures, um, like if you have a DD and d module that you really like, or like Starfinder or something like that, and then seeing how to tweak the mechanics for that or elements of that to fit what your kid needs and what their level is. So it's all about making it specific to your kid and then also involving them in the creation process so getting them to answer questions about the world, um, getting them to answer questions about their character, breaking down your own assumptions about what the game should be and what it needs to be, and looking at like a few different perspectives you can take in order to kind of adjust it. So that's based on uh, you know people I've interviewed, so like their perspectives, my own perspectives and experience, um, trying to kind of bring everything into a uh, digest-sized guide uh since the art since the site is like 400 articles this is a like 50 to 60 page guidebook so condensed version <laughs> so it takes all those great things you picked up from interviewing and talking to people over the last few years and just mm -hmm. siphons it all into a, again another one-stop shop <laughs> you've already got far yeah. he says yeah, Wait, it's hold the one-stop shop of the one-stop shop <laughs> He says, what is this? 
He's like, and it sounds like something my partner's library needs to take advantage of. Um, yes, yes, okay, yes, Farrells. So, libraries. I had a library donation tier in the campaign, so I do have uh, copies bookmarked or earmarked for libraries. Uh, if you send me an email, like, we can we can talk about getting that for a library copy. So, there you go. I think Farrells has already gone to your website, subscribed. <laughs> done all the things nice <laughs> click more buttons farls click all the buttons and all the rest of you watching back or listening live go to that site click all the buttons find out because this deserves all the attention that it could get and more ennies i think <laughs> i don't know that that first one was a i feel like fun wild random chance two would just do you right <laughs> in ways, but like yeah <laughs> when's the voting when's the voting oh, begin gosh. for 2024 I, I think i would like just die from the i would just die from a positive <laughs> so you've got the guide but then you also created your own ttrpg yeah so i i have a few of them so on like for digital versions i've got a whole bunch of different games like a lot of them are geared at really young kids and then i've kind of started branching out to um, kind of more all ages, like encompassing like the mm -hmm. grown-ups in the family and the kids at the same time. And then um, there was one that I physically printed. Uh, it was called Baker's Charge. And it's a baking competition table atop RPG that is based on the Great British Baking Show. Nice! <laughs> so, yeah, it was... Um, there was a game jam for a system that's intended to be like this very like kind of anime fight sort of thing where you like gain momentum as you go and it gets more and more epic. And I was like, I'm trying to think of how to, to tweak that into like a kid friendly kind of spin. Mm -hmm. And we were watching great British baking show and my husband said something about like, Oh yeah. One guy like builds up momentum and then he's going to go for the next few rounds. And I was like, Oh, that's it. We're that. doing a baking competition tabletop RPG. And so I took this like, um, so you like build up, uh, momentum as you win round after round and if you help other people because they're like very wholesome on the show you can uh -huh. also gain it that way so um love that yeah it was... <laughs> yeah that was fun yeah <laughs> no I, I love the rules that have co-op and helping your fellow players like baked in mm -hmm. eh? baked in um yeah yeah <laughs> that, that i found just playing the, the little bit of D and and ttrpgs sometimes that is like because we're so competitive in nature and um i think maybe especially here in america what we do like it's always um competitive and sometimes we have to be shown that we all can win as long as we're working together so good job on folding that in folding into your own ttrpgs yeah. <laughs> I'm all here for the baking puns. So, <laughs> and are all these free, or are we allowed to give you money? I uh, so there's like I try and keep the cost low so that way it's accessible. Um, there's a lot of like community copies on some of them. Um, mm -hmm. So there's like I think uh, there's one that's mystery snacks that is a like kind of Scooby Doo ish kind of thing. I took a whole horror mechanic and turn it into a Scooby-Doo game. Uh, and then Alec would like, love uh, that. energy odes. Yeah. 
energy odes is like uh another one that's got like kind of a trading card kind of element to it so um like those i know have community copies on them uh there's like uh one that's a pre-k social emotional learning curriculum that's got like 30 little adventures that you can play with pre-k kids um that one uh like has a cost and the a la carte ones i think are like two dollars a piece for the adventures and stuff like that and I give copies to schools, so if they just if there's a school that wants one, ask me, and I will send you copies. So um, that's kind of the policy I run by is you know that's really have sweet access of you. for schools, community copies out there and stuff. So that even the ones that you're charging, they're still low cost. I mean, at least not low cost to you, but low cost to the consumer. And I love that you're trying to keep these things accessible for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it's kind of, like, I don't want there to be, like, too much of a barrier to this. Like, the whole point is to get more kids playing the games. Um, right. So, like, that's that's my main goal with this. So, yeah. So then, other than Baker's Charge and your guide, um, do you have any favorite TTRPGs for young kids right now that you'd recommend? Okay, so, if... Um, if you're looking to get into Dungeons and Dragons, there's two that, um, I, I guess maybe like three that I would kind of bring up. So there's Little Bit Fierce is really good. It's a full rewrite of D&D 5e. Um, what? That is made for young kids. Uh, yeah, the creator DC Bradshaw put so much effort into this. It's amazing. Um, That's They changed cool. all the words to be... Uh, more accessible to children, changed some of the spells that had kind of like some, some icky stuff in them and like uh, uh -huh. made them more like kid friendly. Um, wrote the the creatures and stuff up so that way the stat blocks are a lot more manageable and easier to read. Um, there's Fairies of the Misclade, has a tiered system that gradually introduces you to more and more elements of D&D as you kind of progress. Um, so there's like you know, you start out with the, the version that's like kind of for four year olds and there's no dice rolling. You have like a set of like abilities at, that balance off everyone else. And then after that, you move into, let's add some dice and let's add this. Um, and then well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. And then D&D Adventure Club is really cool. Um, they D&D Adventure uh, Club. Yeah. They have like a tiny little booklet that summarizes all the main rules. And that's all you need in order to play. It's like, I don't like twenty pages or something in a little like uh, five by five by eight by five booklet. And then nice. every month they have a new adventure that like like works with that. Um, so it gets mailed to you. It's all physical copies, and like they're really oh. cool. So that's kind of my D and D um, like pocket. And then for indie games, um, Stories RPG is amazing. Um, and there's like a bunch of adventures like Star Sworn um, and Giga City Guardians written for it. That's really cool. Um, there's a creator, Lucky Newt, that has a whole bunch of all ages tabletop RPGs um, like on her itch.io. And they're all super accessible and like really low cost. So, like everyone can kind of get to them. I could keep going on and on. I've looked at so many. I'm <laughs> sure you like, have. There's, there's like um, a little bit of a game that people sometimes play where they'll like tag me like, hey, Steph, uh, I need a game about like dinosaurs and princesses because um, my, my two kids, one loves dinosaurs, one loves princesses. What can you get me? 
And I'm like, I mean, there's literally a game called Dinosaur Princess. So I like send them Yeah! Or like, right. And they're like, they're like, oh, what kind of games do you have about cats? And I'm like, here is a list of like well over a dozen good games about cats that I've played. Um, and so like, yeah, I'll, I'll go on for hours. <laughs> I'm just, I'm cutting myself off. <laughs> just but, go to the yeah. site, people. Go to ttrpgkids.com. <laughs> You can use Command Kids or go to the link below this video or podcast, and you can find the perfect TTRPG key for you and your kid. This is weirdly making me want to have kids just so I can play games with them, but then my luck, they'd probably be into sports or something, and then I wouldn't know anything about it. <laughs> but yeah, now I want to like, uh... like host a game night with my nieces. Yeah, that's that's a great way to do it. That's I've heard so many people like um, that's like the best way that they have bonded with their like nibblings is um, they have Did like you say a monthly, nibblings? Yeah, like nieces and nephews. So it's like the like uh, plural kind of thing. I, I heard that and I was like, oh, that's such a good way to like encompass. I am uh, never not calling my nieces like, my nibblings. Yeah, like one word instead of two or instead of three words now. Um, yeah. So, um, we're like, they have a monthly game night with their nibblings. The parents get a night off to go out on like a date or something like that. And then the, the kids bond with their like aunt or uncle and have like this awesome, like set of memories together and yeah. go through like these cool stories. It's a lot of fun. I love that. I want to host a night right now. Yeah. Just, and all you gotta do is like. Make up a, a game. It doesn't have to be perfect. Order a pizza, get some ice cream. They will be very happy. <laughs> yeah. It's playing games. What's not to love? Mm -hmm. Dude, this is awesome. Seriously, I'm telling everybody I know about this resource that you've created. <laughs> um, because it deserves to be told. And I can already think about a, of a dozen people that would benefit from knowing this exists. Because it all started... You were in the same boat. You wanted to do something for your family and you couldn't quite find the resources. And so I love mm -hmm. that you created that space for not only people like you, but people all over the world that need this. Yeah. I like that would make me really happy if more people started using it. So thank you. Well, I'm on your side. I'm going to help you in that endeavor and I hope all of you will help Steph as well, spread the word about this. Um, word of mouth, I imagine, is probably your greatest form of yeah. advertising. Yeah, that's um, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I heard from uh, my teacher who heard from like their friend about this. Or it's like, um, you know, there's a dad starts a group um, with his daughter's friends and mentions it to one of the other dads or like mm -hmm. a mom decides to do it as like an after school program and mentions it to one of the other parents and is like, Oh yeah, I go like, check this out. And like, so I I've seen like the loop kind of come around. Like sometimes people contact me and they'll be like, Oh yeah, it's like my aunt's sister's cousin's like neighbor Nibblings. or something like that, you know? Yeah. Right. Like, and so like the, it's, I don't know. It's so interesting. Like seeing how that happens and word of mouth is like seriously what it is like, just, you know, somebody mentioning something and then like I can see when I, I like kind of nerd snipes somebody 
and uh they're like oh i like read like five of your articles and like what's going on here where do i start where do i go next i'm like okay like go to this one and this one and this one and they're like that they'll, that'll kind of like answer your questions um and like i i don't know it's just it's so much fun seeing that like seeing people get excited about it so I imagine you're like the person in the, the chair and like the superheroes are out there, but you're just like controlling everything behind the scenes and you can see everybody's oh, like, move. Yeah. That, that's like what I did in high school. So um, I think, so before we were talking about like uh, kind of theater stuff, I was the sound and light uh -huh. crew. Kid, so I yeah. was everyone up on stage. Um, I was happy sitting in the back behind the chair and like controlling the lights and things like that. And that's, I, I'm okay with that with this. Like, that's, that's my comfy zone. So, yeah. Well, I'm proud of you for stepping out into the spotlight from time to time. And just like with the Ennies Awards, it's well-deserved. And people need to see the face behind all the work that you're doing. And I hope that the appreciation continues to rain down upon you. And that more and more you are able to see firsthand the impact that you are making in this world through these little actions that you've put together. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for being here, honestly. This has been so much fun. I was excited all day. Um, I was working, but then I like got sidetracked and started working on prepping for the game that we're about to play. Um, stick around if you're into that, but um, I just got like so excited. I didn't want to work anymore. I just wanted to like skip to this moment and hang with you. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I've been excited about this all day too. Cause like, uh, I, I just love talking about this and you mentioned the game and I was like, yes, this sounds like so much fun. <laughs> yes. So if you haven't already hit command kids, go to ttrpgkids.com. Find out the amazing thing. Find there's gotta be a kid in your life. We all have, a kid, whether it's yours, whether it's your nibblings, or whether you work with kids. Um, maybe you live near a library and you want to head up an after-school program. This has everything that you need to at least get you started in the right direction. And then if you have any follow-up questions, you know where to find Steph at ttrbgkids.com or any of their socials are connected on that site as well. But we're going to play a game. Are you ready to play a game? Oh, yeah. 100%. We're going to see how this goes. Because um, if you were here for the start of the stream, I kind of gave a little description on what we're playing. But since it's all about kids getting to really be part of the game, maybe they've heard these terms. Maybe they've never heard these terms. But... Kids say the darndest things. So earlier today, I literally called my nibbling, my seven-year-old niece, and I either showed her a picture of classic D&D races, classes, monsters, or tried to explain some sort of attribute or skill. And she had to describe in her own words what it is. So this is a little bit of a telephone as... We're going to see if Steph can guess D&D &D term kids edition. Feel free to play in the chat. We'll see if you can guess it before Steph. Um, some of these are easier than others. Some of them make sense. 
Some of them don't make any sense at all, but it's in the mind <laughs> of a child. And it's my favorite place to live. Are you ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready. This is gonna be good. Be good. <laughs> okay, hopefully I don't give anything away. So this first round, I believe are classes. D&D classes. So that's your category. At least you know you're within that realm. Okay? Okay. First question. No, do this. Hold on. I gotta hide it. I, I lost my cue. Come over here. Come over here. Okay, now hide. Because I don't want to... You would be able to see anything yet. Okay. Now come back on. Come back on. Okay. First question. There we go. This is an evil person with a sword and sharp teeth. Looks like a guard guy. What D&D okay. &D class is this? Okay, I want to see. say it's like a Vengeance Paladin uh, or a Warlock. Are the two that I'm kind of bouncing between. I'm going to say like Vengeance Paladin. Okay, oh, you're getting specific. You think my <laughs> seven-year-old niece was... <laughs> What's that no, no, no. Evil person with a sword and sharp teeth. Guard guy. That That's okay. like... Uh, that'd be my guess. You locking in Vengeance Paladin? Was it you gave the description and then I'm trying to guess her answer? For, for this, I actually showed her... For all the classes, I showed her a picture. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, all gonna say, do oh, I'm gonna say Vengeance Paladin. That's what I'm going with. All right, show me Vengeance Paladin. Hey. It was a paladin. There we go. She just thought he was an evil guy because of his race. Yeah. And the face he's that he's like, making. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so after yep. this one, I said, "Oh, I see. I see what she's focused on." I said, "Okay." Henley, um, for these next few questions, try to look at their clothes and tell me what kind of job you think they have. She's like, oh, yeah. okay. So we have Paladin. Good job. I'm going to keep score. Okay. Hey, it's you versus the chat so point. far. I'm on the board. <laughs> Steph is winning. Okay. Next question. A witch in all black with swords. That sounds, hmm. So there's a there's a particular type of bard that I like have in mind because one of my players has done a character like that before. But I'm thinking this is gonna be like a warlock. That sounds that sounds kind of warlocky. Okay, you warlock. say you say warlock. Alec also mm -hmm. says warlock. Yeah. Okay. Show me warlock. Rogue, ah, okay. It's a rogue. <laughs> Only because of the black cloak and yeah. he's got like daggers. Yeah. But she thought it looked like a witch with swords. Okay, okay. Right, I, could, I could see that. <laughs> Sorry, no points awarded. Alex no. says, I thought rogue, but you said warlock. <laughs> All right, that's okay, that's okay. Next question. There's there's quite a lot. Like I, I talked to her for a little while and I was just rapid firing because I wasn't sure how quickly we'd get through. So we're gonna we're gonna get through as many as we can. Yeah. Okay. She looked at this one and said, Wizard. Uh, was she right or was she way off? Oh gosh. I mean, I, I feel like 
I'm gonna trust her on this one and say wizard. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I okay, feel you like this say is a wizard. Question. Chat says wizard. I know. I kind of. I was on the fence. I was like, do I include that one, or is it too easy, or is she too seven hard. and you shouldn't trust her? Yeah, I know. But in this case, mm. wizard. Hey, wizard. Okay, cool, cool. Now, I realize it all has to do with the specific picture that I happened to find on Google in a moment and send her away. Mm -hmm. But she thought the last one was a witch. And at least in this instance, she was right. So Steph yeah. and chat both get one point. Good job. Actually, yeah. and I'm going to give Henley is going to get a score, too. So if she stumps you, yeah. she gets the point. So now she's yeah, I like she's that. up at one, chat's at one, and you're at two, Steph. Yeah. Next, a water girl. <laughs> uh okay. It's a D and D class. Yeah. Cause so like my mind jumps to druid or sorcerer. <laughs> mm. Those are good guesses. Yeah. Uh hmm. I'm going to say druid. I'm going to say druid. Druid. Okay. Chat says cleric. Let's see. Were you on the right track? You were, but you went the wrong direction. Ah. Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Okay. Yeah. Only because yeah. of her particular style of magic in the art. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's kind of giving some uh Korra vibes there. I like it. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like some uh Avatar Last Airbender kind of yeah. kind of going on. Yeah. Alright, Henny, you get one more. Mm -hmm. My sister is gonna watch back this episode, by the way, so she's gonna find out how her <laughs> how her daughter did. Mm -hmm. Alright, so now we've moving on from classes. These are more like common terminology, um, mm -hmm. common terms that you might run into. They might be attributes. They might be um, certain sort of attacks or spells. So this one, I tried to describe her. I couldn't show her a picture of this. I just had yeah. to like read the rule and then without trying to okay. put words in her mouth that she's just going to mirror. Um, yeah. I tried to do it as best I could, but she thought escaping danger yeah. is a good word for this. Okay, so spells are included? Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking it's either the Expeditious Retreat spell, or it is the Disengage action. I'm like, bouncing between those right now. Uh, mm, I'm gonna say Disengage action. You say disengage. Chat has multiple answers. You gotta pick one. Ooh, I like those. <laughs> but I'm hearing oh, Shroud Shadows, like Dexterity, mm -hmm. Misty Step. I will say that one of you are correct. Okay. With one of those four guesses between disengage, Shroud okay. shadow, Shadows, Dexterity, and Misty Step. Um, but chat locked in Misty Step, and it's Dexterity. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Just trying to explain what dexterity is and like the kind of checks that you would 
use it for and yeah she yeah. thought escaping danger I'm like okay that tracks <laughs> yeah henley is now in the lead three yep. to two to one all right next <laughs> term how well their brain works okay so this is tricky because it could be intelligence or wisdom oh okay Depends where I'm, I'm gonna say is. it's yeah uh mm, i'm gonna say it's the intelligence check like an intelligence check or like the intelligence stat okay you say intelligence chat like, as intelligence i also feel like it could be going towards wisdom i'm, I'm locking in intelligence though locking in mm -hmm. show me intelligence Yay! good job <laughs> good job i will say in this round um there are some more obvious ones and then there's some ones yeah. that make absolutely no sense. So you decide yeah. which is which. <laughs> How you doing at home? Comment below with your score currently. <laughs> Next, their makeup. <laughs> uh, charisma. <laughs> you think charisma? charisma? Why do you say charisma? I yeah. uh, just like, I've, okay. So I, this one's actually coming from my kid a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, because I've had to explain to him what the stat was when we were chasing down a boggle. And okay. um, the boggle had, uh, like, was not great at talking to people. And so then at the end, um, he, we had, he had the option of letting the boggle help out with one of the stands at the fair. And he had him help out at a makeup selling stand um where they gave him a makeup <laughs> before he could work there and so because we had been going through and like, like i accidentally said oh yeah there's like a place where you can get like you know costume makeup and blah 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 and he's like well what's there and so i was like explaining it and so we had this whole discussion about like different makeup terms and so then he was like wanted the boggle to go work at the makeup stand so that's where this one's coming from I'm going to say charisma because it was like related to the whole charisma discussion there. Okay. You said charisma. Chat says charisma. And guess what? Henley said charisma too. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Similarly, I was trying to describe what charisma is. And I was like, well, I guess like how pretty they are, how much you would like them just based on like their vibe, like what they would look like and how they act. And so she said, yeah, yeah their, their makeup. Yeah. Present yeah 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 same i i love that these kids are all thinking the same way all right this is a bad surprise <laughs> what is she talking about okay <laughs> uh sneak attack i'm thinking i'm gonna say sneak attack here okay solid guess why do you say sneak if attack? i think about it too long ah uh, I mean, if I think about it too long, I'm going to come up with like a whole bunch of spells and everything. Um, right. I tried to go like base level, like, like easy things. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I'm thinking pull out any attack, just fifth level spells or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing sneak um, attack. Alex says, that's, what's that's the thing we fail to check? Or investigation fail, maybe. Yeah. Oh, like a perception <laughs> fail. Like you didn't see something coming. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So you say sneak attack. That's another good Chat one. Chat says invest fail. You got it. Sneak attack. Hey. Good job. 
It's like you play D and D with children <laughs> often or something. I yeah yeah. It's like I have to explain this stuff to my kid on a daily basis. <laughs> you you've heard these. <laughs> this I is stumped, rigged. I get say. stumped quite a bit though. <laughs> I'm sure. Like talk about exercising creativity. Like these kids ask what a word means. You're oh, like, yeah. well, this is a new one. I uh, yeah. I have no idea how to explain this. Yeah, it's like the internet meme where they like explain the um or describe a snake as a danger noodle. Like I that that comes <laughs> up like stuff like that comes up all the time, but with the weirdest things. So yeah, okay, biker man. Okay, so these are now D and D races, and again, okay. they're um I tried to go pretty common. Um, yeah. base level race. Which one did she think is a biker man? Okay. I, I mean, I'm thinking orc, like somebody dressed in like leather. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like what, I, what I'm thinking here or like, oh yeah, I think I'm going to lock an orc. There's a couple others orc? that I'm thinking okay. of, but yeah. Okay. Or half orc. Like, says orc. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Goblin Grog's critical role. That'd be another yeah, one. Yeah, right? Uh, Goliath. Yeah. All right. Show me an orc. <laughs> it's orc. a <laughs> oh, I love Full it. Full armor. I love it. Full armor. But I think just the beard and everything. Yeah, yeah. Got her thinking. No, oh, he's got a helmet, actually I guess. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think I've I seen it. this guy at a biker bar or two. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. <laughs> Uh, what did my sister say? A Scottish. Uh, oh, she had a good answer too, because she also doesn't play D and D. So this is kind of fun to hear her answers as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh no! I God. Hang on, I gotta hide it again. I gotta find a better system for this. I always do this, but then if I click the wrong thing, then I lose my my whole deal okay uh coming back come back all right which which race is considered a mean queen a mean queen oh i love mean that queen. uh okay so i'm thinking like a drow priestess or that, that's kind of like first thing that pops in my head mm. that are like the you auntie mm. I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go with like the, the drow priestess. Cause I've seen like a couple pictures of like the, you know. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they're dark elves. They tend to look unhappy most of the time. Yeah. In the drawings at least. Yeah. Okay. Chat's going, you said a dwarven elf. <laughs> what is a dwarven elf? <laughs> Or a high elf. Okay. You I can see elf. like a high elf with like a, a snooty expression. Like, that makes sense. Okay. Show me elf or drought. Tiefling. Tiefling. Ah, yes. I love it. <laughs> I think she got hooked in on the horns and, and just like saw as a, as a crown. Yeah. Yeah. And she's red. So I guess that must mean she's mean. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> also, shame on you, Keynote, for not re uh, recognizing tiefling as a real word. 
Get with the times, brah. And with that, Henley officially takes <laughs> oh, the lead. She like stumped you guys more. It underlines so many words. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bet. Like, learn, 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 learn. All right, next. A zombie mixed with a goblin. <laughs> this isn't too far out there. Again, I, mm. I stuck to the basics. Okay, I'm inclined to say just goblin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could be. She yeah. doesn't recognize just the race itself. Could be a thing. You say goblin. Find... Chess says troll. I like... <laughs> I like... I like... I uh... like... Yeah. Goblin? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I love the chat. I'm locking a goblin for mine. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Goblin! How about an orc? <laughs> she thought he was pretty ugly, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. She See, doesn't thinking, know. Like, short. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But this is the kind of things you're gonna yeah, have to deal with when makes, playing TJ Reduce with kids. Tips. Yeah. And again, with these pictures, you have no idea what the picture is that she was looking at. Mm -hmm. But oh, I could have picked a better picture. So sorry. So sorry. Okay, this is a dragon mixed with an alien. Oh, no, no. Uh, Dragonborn. I'm going to say Dragonborn. Dragonborn? I mean, it's Dragon uh, is in the hurt description, there's, there's at least. There's like a few. I know that there's like... Yeah. I think I... Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna say... I'm going to say Dragonborn. Okay. It's a pretty solid guess. Because you're right. <laughs> Yeah, it was all these extra little tendrils and, like, scaly beard things sticking off of them that she thought looked kind of alien-esque. Good job. That's mm -hmm. an extra point for each of you. You're up to five, Steph. Chat's up to three. And yeah, that, that makes total sense. Okay, what about an evil king because of his red eyes and cape? <laughs> We know he's got red eyes. We know he's got a cape. That's it. Uh, I think I'm getting a little bit of a delay on my side. Probably. I'd say maybe like this is a vampire. Good guess. Good guess. Chat says red cap. No. I guess vampire on this one. Let's see what it is. Here's your drow. Looks pretty much like a vampire. Ooh. There we go. There we go. There it is. Yeah, yeah. In the end, the nibbling yeah, yeah. one. That makes sense. I can see why I should with, grab as an evil king. Yeah. With seven Henley, five Steph, three chat. Better luck next time, guys. Um, Steph, off stream, I want to read you some of these other ones we didn't get to, especially the monsters, because uh, they'll make you laugh. But that TD is coming at us once again hard at the end of the stream here. Yeah, so yeah. that's our sign. 
to wrap this up and let all of you go on your merry way. And um, we're going to take this great energy to a great raid. Where are we going, y'all? Um, any suggestions? Feel free to drop them in the chat. Um, but Steph, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for yeah, being here. This has been great. Thank you for having me on. It's been awesome chatting with you. Yeah, thank you. This has been and awesome. Once again, thank you for all that you're doing and continue to do for everyone in the TTRBG space and especially those that are trying to pass this on to the next generation, hopefully earlier than you and I got the chance to get into it because we've seen the benefits, we've experienced the joy and it's only right that the kiddos get their turn at the table. Yeah, 100%. Um, I hope this helps. Like, I just, you know, it's a good thing to bring to your kids and I hope that the resources can help you do that. So, and thank you again for having me on. This was awesome chatting with you and Thank you for helping me, you know, share the site and all the resources there. Of course. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep preaching the gospel of TTRPG kids from the mountaintops and from my school and from the too powerful position that I have within the communication systems. Because I could blast that out to anybody in the school now. <laughs> I'm drunk with power. All of you, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a great time. Stick around. We are taking our energy to Gnome Ann, who's playing Baldur's Gate 3, because we want to keep it in the D&D family. Why not? Um, if you've enjoyed this, please tune in next week for a brand new geek guest. Uh, on Wednesdays, T will be streaming, usually playing some, doing some painting, maybe playing some games, doing a ch some chance just to rant about your week. Um, and then... Check out YouTube or podcast on Saturday when a brand new episode of Cloudscape will be dropping. I've been having a great time. Um, tonight just really made me want to keep playing right now because of all the great discussion tonight. And I want to bring a kid into the campaign just to see what happens. <laughs> but until next time, I am Bozer. Who are you? I'm Steph from TTRPG Kids. And all of you just keep geeking out. Bye-bye.